0: Welcome to Almost Live, a podcast from before podcasting existed, where real life is stranger than fiction. I'm your host, Aphrodite. Welcome to Almost Live, a podcast from before podcasting existed, where real life is stranger than fiction. I'm your host, Aphrodite. As always, this is recorded out in the field, so any environmental noises is a feature, not a bug. I try to do this all in one take, because in life, sometimes it's all you get, and I leave any pauses or flubs, because life ain't perfect, why should I pretend that this is? Welcome to episode three, sharing a beer. This does discuss alcohol use. I do include a subjective description of using alcohol, both sensory and mental status effects. If this is potentially distressing or you're not comfortable with this, please feel free to turn off the podcast now. I'm cool with that. I also am going to mention that alcohol is a known carcinogen. Alcohol companies are not comfortable with this fact. For evidence of this, you can look up the 2019 Yukon liquor label study through your favorite search engine. I'm going to talk about beer, and beer can be aged. It's something that most people don't realize, but you need to know a few things first. If you have a 5% beer or less, that's your typical commercial stuff. Six months is about all you're going to get in terms of optimal quality. Another year after that, where the quality goes down, but not by a lot, but at the 18-month mark, forget it. Five to seven and a half percent beers will last a little longer, usually around three years. But again, then the profile deteriorates. But at seven and a half percent, something happens. At that point, you can potentially age it. The beer in this story is from a brewery in Chambly, Quebec. It's called Unibrew. Specifically, it's a bottle of Fin du Mont. It's a beer that starts at nine percent. And if you look at the bottle of this particular libation, or indeed any of Unibrew's stuff. It has a distinct brown bottle, and that's part of the magic. Brown bottles block UV. Beers are sensitive to UV light. At the mouth of the bottle, you see a cork in a cage, and you'll notice the glass is rather thick, sort of like a champagne bottle or a sparkling wine bottle. The cork actually has an important role, like it does with wine. It allows limited very limited gas exchange. A little CO2 goes out, a little oxygen comes in. And the last bit of the magic, of course, is the fact that this is an ale on leaves, L-E-E-S. That's a fancy word for saying there's yeast in the bottle, which means that under the right conditions, it can continue to ferment. This beer starts off at 9%, so it's well in the range of the aging. I knew about this about 20 years ago, actually, uh, shortly after the hiatus began. And I grabbed a few bottles from this brewery, broke a college student, so I didn't do too much and I didn't drink often. But I aged them as best I could. I had a pretty optimal place for the first few years of the aging. It was a basement that was more like a cellar, no outside light coming in, somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 degrees Celsius, maybe 62 Fahrenheit, no humidity. Good conditions for aging any kind of wine or beer. And I decided to crack one because I made a new old friend. Felt it was a good reason to celebrate. I'm not going to go into too many details right now, except to discuss what happened when we cracked that bottle open. If you go on beer forums and hear them discuss opening old bottles of beer, usually you'll find it's a 50-50. Either it will be amazing, or it will make you regret all of your life decisions to that point. I had no idea what to expect. Neither did my friend. Neither of us had opened a beer anywhere near this hole before. The last one I opened that was anywhere close was six years old. When a friend's grandfather, whom I knew and respected, passed away, and I split one of these bottles three ways, and it managed to hit me pretty hard. Not as hard as the death did. But pretty hard regardless. I am a flyweight when it comes to alcohol. We grabbed a couple of those Ikea glasses. The ones that are about a dollar or a euro. And we poured about just under halfway. Maybe it was six fluid ounces each. And I smelled it. And it was interesting because it smelled like beer. But it didn't smell like a beer I was familiar with. It had an old quality to it. It felt like it was out of time. And the color of the beer. It was cloudy, but Unibrew is a cloudy beer maker, generally, because they leave the sediment in the bottles. But the best way I could analogize it is the difference in how a cloud looks on a sunny day versus that same cloud in a thunderstorm or a hurricane. It looked darker. It looked more complex. And I decided... To try it, I took a sip and I slurped it like wine connoisseurs sometimes do. And for the same reason, I wanted to try and capture as many of those volatiles that were rapidly escaping and have it coat my mouth so that I had as much of a flavor experience as I could get. Plus, it also evaporated some things that normally wouldn't. So, an even more complex flavor, and I realized what I was tasting. It tasted like fresh black bread. Something like you would find at a Slavic bakery, a really nice dark bread. In fact, it inspired me after this to go to a Ukrainian bakery near me as part of Bad Idea Saturday. And I bought fresh rye bread from this Ukrainian bakery, very dark, had an amazing crumb. I put a piece in my mouth, I chewed it and I inhaled and I could taste beer coming off of that, an interesting distaff counterpart to this experience. And there's something else too. I knew it was yeasty, but my new friend, my old friend, (laughs) suggested what it was and I realized, yeah, they're right. It does taste like Marmite. Marmite is a umami powerhouse. It's yeast based, extremely salty. And if you were fool enough to try it by taking a spoon of it and putting it in your mouth, you will not be happy. It's something to be used sparingly, at least until you get used to it. For example, if you want to try a Marmite sandwich, all you need is about enough to cover the tip of a butter knife. Just the very tip of it. Get good quality cheddar cheese, good quality bread, and just spread the Marmite gently over the cheese. That umami makes a huge difference, and it's not overwhelming. But black bread with a hint of marmite, my, my goodness. And that's not even to discuss the alcohol. This thing had been fermenting for 12 years, give or take. This thing got me floating off of a sip. Now, obviously, I did aerosolize it, which means some of the alcohol evaporated and probably found its way into my lungs. Not in a bad way, but if you consume anything through lung, that makes you get into your body faster. I was floating shortly after that. I knew that I was not going to be able to do anything for the rest of the night at that point. Because like I said, I am a flyweight when it comes to alcohol. And I was just savoring that moment. The flavor of the way that I was just buzzing mentally. Not to mention I was already on an amazingly good mood. And it took me about three and a half hours to finish those six ounces of alcohol, of that beer. It was magical. We corked the bottle, and I wanted to share this experience with others because it was so unique. I started putting feelers out on Twitter before it imploded to see if any of any suggestions on how I could try and get some analysis done on this to see if we can figure out what some of that magic was. I took that advice. I reached out to local institutes of higher learning that had programs either in brewing or close to brewing, but I got no responses to my emails. I'm not surprised. My personal emails come from a domain that's 20th century and isn't widely recognized, which is fine with me. It's my Home online. That's all it needs to be. I made a phone call to one of them. I got a phone call back a couple days later, and they were interested by the story of it, especially since I started putting the receipts of this on Twitter. I have taken screen captures of those tweets, and will be embedding them in the show notes for this story once the show notes site goes live, which will be at cohost.org slash almost live. It was pretty cool, though. And I did get a chance to go down to Point Roberts to a friend of mine that lives there. The U.S. customs person looked at me askew when I said I got half a bottle of beer that's 12 years old to share. He just waved me through. And on the return, when I had about 100 mils left and I told the CBSA officer that, she smiled and again just waved me through. I shared some of that beer and I took a tiny amount for myself because I knew what that stuff could do. This friend is much more knowledgeable about alcohol and when they tasted it, they said this tastes almost like it's 20% alcohol, which is almost unheard of in a beer. Yeast can only survive so long and 20% is really high for any beer that hasn't been altered in some way. You may find places selling a quote-unquote beer that's been ice distilled, meaning it was frozen and water was removed. But at that point, it's not really a beer anymore. This was a straight beer that hadn't been altered, except by age. And I had that small amount so I could try and recapture some of that magic. But even then, it didn't taste quite the same. I could still taste the black bread and the marmite, but didn't have the right edge to it. It's still potent and still impactful. But I corked it and I carried it home, started making more of those feelers, and today, today is november fourth, twenty twenty two. I decided to go to the place which is where the story stops at this point because I went to Kwantlen Polytechnic University in Langley, British Columbia, about 45 minutes on the surface streets from where I hang my hat. If I can avoid Highway 1, I do so. Besides, I get to see more on the way. I went because on Fridays they have a beer sale. The students in their brewery program have their wares up for sale. It's legal, it's regulated. I paid $10 for the growler and $10 for two liters or half a gallon of a cherry hefe, which I found rather pleasant, but it's mostly to share with my friends rather than for myself. And I decided to bring the bottle with to show them what was there. By that point, though, it was 10 days since it was first opened. And when I poured it out, it still looked almost the same, but it started to seem off. And then I took a sip of it and slurped it. And I could still taste the bread, but the black bread, the rye, was gone. And I tasted the yeast, but the marmite wasn't there. I'm still hoping to get some minor analysis done on it. They don't have a full kit for doing detailed analyses. If I'm lucky, I'll find out exactly how potent this potable was. And as much as I would love to unravel the mystery, right now, I'm fine with just knowing how strong it was. I may regret it at some point, but right now, that's the best I can hope for, and I'll live with that. Like I say at the top of this program, sometimes in life you only get one, one shot. And sometimes we spend a long time trying to relive it, reenact it, recreate it. Even this show is one of these attempts at recreation of magical moments. It's nice to just savor and just be enveloped in that magical moment. Because anything I say about my experiences is going to be nowhere near as impactful to others as those experiences were for me. So, as I mentioned, uh, cohost.com slash almost live is going to be show notes. I hope to use that also to be a semi-permanent place for future episodes. The life after almost handle on Twitter is still going to be used for now for announcements, but I'm trying to figure out the best Mastodon instance to host that particular part of the social media outreach I no longer am using Twitter actively. If you want to find me on social media, please check out the link tree. On Mastodon, you can find me at Aphrodite at chaos.social. A-P-H-R-O-D-I-T-E at C-H-A-O-S dot social. Most servers that I would want to interact with are already federated with Chaos Social. It is an invite-only site. Please do not ask me for invitations. Thanks for listening. Next episode is in the works. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.